At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. a new week of big bets here on Vison Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Still occupied uh, all around the casino. It's packed on a Monday early. A lot of Cowboys in town. Cowboys put on a big old whooping last night of the Colts there in prime time. So a wild weekend of football. And obviously we have the uh, playoff set from college football. Very quickly before we look at the Monday night football, Amal, what was the biggest takeaway from you either in the college football playoff or what you saw yesterday in the NFL? Well, I think you could have a dead guy play quarterback in San Francisco and they're going to get to a Super Bowl. I mean, that's just the reality of it. That defense is so good. Nick Bosa with three sacks yesterday against uh, Tua Tengvaloa and that Mm -hmm. Miami offense. They get a 75-yard touchdown pass on the opening play of the game. Ten seconds in. Yeah, and then after that, they just absolutely annihilated this team. They hit one big play to Tyreek Hill. Nothing doing for this team. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, you can beat anybody except the Cincinnati Bengals, seems to be the case. And uh, overall, though, how about Buffalo? They shift back into the one seed now yep. in the AFC. And we're getting to that time of the year, right, gentlemen, here, as we, we're in uh, December, and you start to look in those futures markets here at Pathways to get to the Super Bowl. You know, how, where is it going to go through now? As you mentioned, the Bills were the biggest winners without playing yesterday after playing on Thursday night, obviously, with that Chiefs loss. And, and by the way, like when the Bills and Chiefs play, it feels like it's respectful in a way. It feels like the Bengals just don't like the Chiefs. And for that reason, it's kind of fun to watch those two guys go at it the way they do. So it does feel like the Bengals right now are a real player uh, in the AFC. I know we all thought it was a two-horse race just between the Bills and the Chiefs, but I think the Bengals certainly are making their claim. Remember, they started off 0-2 to begin this season, and now they're 8-4. and four. So do that math here on the Bengals. They've won 8 of 10. And Joe Burrow, by the way, throws himself – I mean, this is why the MVP market is fascinating. He throws himself right into the conversation. I'm still with Mahomes, but I think the head coach, Zach Taylor, made the case for him a little bit, kind of like Nick Saban making his case for the Bama to get in the college football playoff. It didn't work for Bama, but it might work for Joe Burrow in the MVP race. Yeah, by the way, if – Things don't work out in football for Saban, which they have. He's got a future in politics. Holy I, cow. Was he great? He's, well, I, I mean, he was, was the most it, ridiculous yes. dancer. Who'd be the betting favorite? You know, I want to say, listen, then, why don't you cover against FCS teams? Why is it that you're sitting there calling off the dogs? I always love when Bama plays that uh, scrub in week, you know, 11, because we know they're not going to cover that game. Uh, but, you know, look, I'm not ready to put Joe Burrow in the conversation for MVP. Ooh. I thought Tua was going to be there uh, potentially with a great performance yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think for me it's Mahomes, uh, but uh, Cincinnati's really coming on an eight and four, quietly flying under the radar. 
Lamar Jackson and Baltimore continue to struggle. They eke out another win. Oh, man. And they are in big-time trouble. We don't know about Lamar Jackson and his status. No. By the way, Patrick Mahomes still is the betting favorite. You know what's interesting, though, about this market? Guess who is now drifted to fifth? I say fifth in the MVP market. I don't know. Who are these participation trophy players you're talking about? Josh Allen. Where? Whoa. This is stunning to me. So well, when you look at MVP, i got to put my glasses on just to make sure I get these numbers <laughs> right. I mean, that's what I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Josh Allen right this now? Was, are you, it was the same number as it was last week, Dave, but it's just Joe Burrows hopped him. 14-1 to for Josh, 6-1 to for Burrow, and then look at Jalen Hurts quiet as kept at plus $1.75. You know what? I, it was funny. I was watching the Eagles game yesterday. I was thinking to myself, I said, this dude's got to be in the conversation. He has just been absolutely unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if um, he's going to be able to win it, but with their record, I think they have to get some consideration or he has to get some consideration. Uh, the other thing I would point to, though, is his improvement. Yes. I, it's just It's been drastic. Uh, uh, you talk about A.J. Brown making a difference. So I didn't realize A.J. Brown was this good of a receiver, what we've seen out of him so far this year, and Devontae Smith has been amazing. No, they, they really have. Nick Sirianni, by the way, is the favorite right now to win Coach of the Year. And, I, and by the way, I have no qualms with that at all. Like I look at it and I go – Sometimes the, the, the runaway train, and there's normally one of those every year in the NFL that just feels like they get out to this big lead early, and it's almost like the public forgets about them. It's like, oh, yeah, 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 the Eagles. Well, they're right now still the best team in football. And, and that's Excuse what, me? With all due respect to my Dallas Cowboys, the Eagles, if you watched that beatdown of the Titans yesterday, and you mentioned A.J. Brown, I love what he said after the game, if you heard those comments. They asked me about it. He goes, he goes no, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, it hurt. That's where I wanted to be. He didn't want to be an Eagle. He wanted to be in Tennessee. And he said, when they kind of dumped me, he goes, yeah. Like, it made me grow up quickly. Boy, have they grown up. I mean, look at this football team. They're hitting on all cylinders right now. Only one loss. Inside track to be the one seed in the NFC. You know, I don't want to say no weaknesses because you can still run the ball. Jordan Davis was in and out of the lineup yesterday. He tries to work back from an ankle injury. But they got depth now with uh, Linval Joseph and with Ndamukong Sue. There's not a lot of weaknesses to this football team, Amal. I hear everything you're saying. I still have them as the third-best team in the NFC. Whoa! Third-best. Did I stutter? (laughs) A little Breakfast Club reference for you. (laughs) Two and two. Uh, (laughs) So, wait, wait, wait. You're going to tell me, look, I got no problem if you're going to put the Cowboys above them. And, and I, I think the Cowboys are on par with the Eagles. I'm not going to put the Cowboys ahead of them, but I'm, I'm going to put them on par. First of all, I don't have Dallas ahead of them. I have Dallas in the top 16 in the but NFC. You have two other no, I'm teams? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Are you kidding? I just want to mess with you as, <laughs> you as Dallas hangs a half a hundred on them this past weekend. Oh, my God. You know what's funny? I didn't watch. I think I watched two plays of the game. I rarely watch the Sunday night games. And I get home, I turn on the TV, it's like, oh, I'm like, it's 21-19, it's a ball game. Third quarter. But that was the phone on my score. And then I see Dallas kicking off, so I'm like, it's 28-19. Okay. Then I see some turnover return for a touchdown. I'm like, all right, this thing's over, 35-19 or whatever it was. It was just an absolute avalanche in the fourth quarter. Right now, if San Francisco's playing at Philly, I take the Niners regardless if it's Brock Purdy or not. Come on. If it's Dallas playing Philly, I take them. Because there's one difference. Both of these teams can run the football. Yep. And Philly, to me, cannot completely stop the run, and that's where the deficiency is. Now, if I were to rank the teams in terms of order of quarterback, I'd go Dak, Jalen Hurts, even though he's having a better year. I still trust Dak more. I have to see it for Jalen Hurts more than 10, 11, 12, 13 games against weak opponents who really are not that great. Who's the best team they've played so far, Minnesota? Uh, yeah, well, the Cowboys. I mean, Philadelphia. Dallas, but Dallas, they played with a backup quarterback. Right, played with Cooper Rush. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And, and again, the Commanders really kind of showed the blueprint on that Monday night a couple weeks ago of the way to attack the Eagles. They got two more games coming up here down the stretch against the G-Men. And the Giants and Commanders kiss your sister yesterday. Hate okay. that expression. Well, wh- Stop how, kissing how about, your how about, sister, NFL. How about you just retire? Because I don't know. I don't have any siblings, so I can't say that. I got but tons of sisters. I, I well, kiss them all on the cheek. Yeah, but that's my point being is I never heard that line before. So You've never Brazil, heard the line? No, no, I've heard it. I'm saying I, I should have said I was watching Brazil score a goal. <laughs> oh, Brazil! Seven minutes in, it's already 1-0. Holy um, mackerel. But I, I just do, I don't get that analogy. I think it's a terrible it's analogy. It's a terrible analogy. But, but I'm going to use it against the NFL until they eliminate ties. Well, that's not happening. So just <laughs> just uh, find maybe another analogy. <laughs> the point is, though, the the value of quarterback play cannot be overstated. I was watching yes. Washington yesterday. I sit there and I think about Terry McLaurin. This guy has more risk of injury diving to catch a ball from uh, Heineke than he does getting hit by a defensive back. 
Did you see the drive, good sir, that Taylor Heineke put together to get that thing to overtime? I did, but it was Jahan Dotson who made a fabulous play. <laughs> Spin move is fantastic. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I look, I think that the San Francisco 49ers right now, that defense has given up, what, seven points in the second half of games in the last five weeks? And it was, yeah, one touchdown yesterday yeah. to Miami. That and second half defense is, is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then you look at what they're able to do with Debo Kittle and uh, CMC. They're, they're just absolutely unstoppable. Dallas is hitting their stride at the right time. Look, don't get me wrong. Philly is playing great football. Mm-hmm. They're playing extremely well. But I'm just telling you right now, if San Francisco has to go to Philadelphia in the playoffs, I look forward to taking the Niners. I'm hoping they're catching one or two because they won't be a three-point dog. They might even, even be a favorite. Brock Purdy, because I think that's the big question today. The rumor is, is that it looks like Baker Mayfield's been released by the Panthers. I don't know if the Niners are in the market to go get a Baker Mayfield. They already have a midget in Brock Purdy. You're not bringing in Baker. Give me a break. No, stop it, Dave. Stop it. Listen, I'm annoyed. I Look, I can't believe Dallas is talking about bringing OBJ. You don't need him. No, no, it's a luxury. It's not a necessity. No, and, and I'm, not by try, the way, I'm not trying to destroy the chemistry that this team has going right now. Well, I, I'm with you on that. And by the way, for those that don't know, OBJ is with the Cowboys today. He is taking a physical. He's going to go to a game tonight, I believe, with the Mavericks game. And he's supposed to go with a bunch of the uh, the offense. He must hate himself attending an NBA game. What is what is comical about that? They asked Michael Gallup last night on national TV. Remember, you know what number Michael Gallup wears? 13. 13, yeah. You know what number OBJ wears? I don't know, but I, if I was a player, I would always sell my jersey to a guy. So if OBJ wants 13? I'm like, give me 100 grand, I'll give it to you. So they asked Gallup on national TV, hey, are you going to the game with OBJ tomorrow? And he goes, oh, I, news to me, I guess yeah. I should get in on that. And then they said, what about OBJ coming here? And you could tell Michael Gallup said, what I want to hear as somebody who's got a, a lot of cowboy tickets in the futures market, he said, hey, you know, he's always been competitive. This is what he said. He's always been competitive his whole life. That won't change if he comes here. We got a good group. But he was basically saying, you're not taking my spot, dude. Like, if you come here, like, welcome. But now you got to work. Like, Deion Sanders to Colorado. You got a scholarship? Great. Now you got to work to keep it because nothing is given to you. So if OBJ comes to the Cowboys, by the way, 7-1 right now to win the Super Bowl. Eagles are 5-1. to one. Does OBJ switch that number at all? 49ers are 12-1. to 12-1. to one. Oh. But again, I think what it is is you know a lot about Brock Purdy from from uh, Iowa, State. Iowa State, but I don't know that America knows a lot about Brock Purdy. Even in Kyle Shanahan's press conference last night, and I watched it intently, you could tell it was like very demoralizing. And they were like, "What a great game and a great team victory!" But Jimmy, but Jimmy, Devo was almost in tears. By the way, so that is a big loss. Do you really believe right now you would not bring in anybody? They're going to bring in a quarterback, Josh Johnson. It looks like he's going to get signed by the Niners. Now, yes, that Josh Johnson, K-State Josh Johnson. How old is he now? 36. How old? 36. 36. Josh Johnson. But this is where we are if you're San Francisco. Not one, not two, but three. You're down to your third string. And by the way, Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. He was the last player drafted. And now he could be the starting quarterback on a divisional winner and potentially, what, as high as a three seed in in the playoffs. I just think this team is so complete defensively and what they're able to do in terms of running the football, they're going to be tough, tough to stop. And Kyle Shanahan, to me, him and Sean Payton, for a long time have been the best play callers. Obviously, Payton's not coaching, but I just think it's going to be tough against the 49ers. Much more NFL when we come back. We'll break down the Saints and the Bucks tonight, Monday Night Football. Come on back. It's Big Bets on a Monday on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast. Get coast-to-coast hoops with Greg's Greg Hoops-Peterson. Going to look at every major and some of the minor college basketball games on the upcoming schedule to find the best betting opportunities. There's also Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, and even First Strike. They're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your pods. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. This is Big Bets here on vcin Brazil. Knocking on that door, kicking it in. Already 2-0 as we're in the 16th minute here against Korea. Going to be a long day here for Korea, isn't it? Yeah, I think they used some C4 on the door already. Boy, they blew that thing open. I mean, this thing is getting wide open here for Brazil uh, in that knockout stage. Very quickly on the on the aspect of the World Cup before we get to Monday Night Football, haven't had a chance to talk to you since the USA lost to the Netherlands. In summary, what do you make of uh, United States in the in the World Cup? Well, uh, listen, it was solid that they got through the group, did a nice job against England, but I didn't think England necessarily put forth their best effort. Um, they still have a long way to go. Mm. Um, when you look at it, the goals that they gave up at this level, uh, very soft. You rarely see crosses where a guy can put the ball on the ground and uh, somebody coming along can put put the ball in net. Usually it's going to be on a header, yep. something in the air. Uh, I just thought defensively the U.S. Had, has to improve. And then they need a finisher. They need somebody at the top that's uh, you know a true number nine that can get it done. They just don't have that. They need a Clint Dempsey type that can really help elevate them offensively. Unfortunately, right now, they just don't have that. But look, this is like when you look at other countries that compete with the United States in in, uh, FIFA, in basketball, or at the Olympics. You know, you kind of measure yourself against the U.S. Right now, for the U.S., you measure yourself against either Brazil, Argentina, and, you know, certain teams in Europe as uh, Brazilians. I think Allison's in that. Yeah, Allison with a tremendous save there. Well, that was going top right corner there. That was a beautiful shot from about 25 yards out. Um, I mean, look, I'm proud of the effort, but there's still some areas for improvement, no question about it. All right, so two nils just because the United States is out does not mean we will keep our eye off of the World Cup. We'll keep you abreast of all those changing numbers here. Brazil up 2 nil early in the first half there. Okay, we mentioned Monday Night Football tonight. When you look at the NFC, the forgotten team right now is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this equation. And I, I think it's, it's because they don't have a winning record. I mean, it is amazing what's going on in the NFC South. I kid about the NFC East now, potentially all four teams getting in. People wanted to, to regulate that, that division here a couple of years ago. Now they're saying the same things about the South. It really doesn't matter how they get in. I think the Bucs would be dangerous if they go on to still win this division. Small favorites tonight against the Saints. But the interesting thing here is the Saints aren't dead. As bad as the Saints have been, this division is still up for grabs with, with what, five, six weeks to go here as you play the Monday night slate to round out week 13. Buccaneers, small favorites, three and a half at home. Total has ticked up a little bit to 41 and a half. What do you make of, the, of this game tonight? And this is, if there's ever been one team that has another number, the Saints have had the Buccaneers number. I would agree with you. It seems like under Dennis Allen defensively, this team's really figured out how to defend this uh, Tampa team. It was turnovers in that first game that prevented uh, Tampa, excuse me, the Saints from winning that game. Uh, this should be an interesting matchup here. Um, 
What do you make of Brady's performance so far this year? 14 touchdowns, two INTs, 66% completion percentage. Do you think it's been on him? It's the lack of offensive line, lack of running game. What is it for you with Tampa that seems to be lacking? Well, you know what? I'm not one of those guys that, that's going to be like Brady's washed king. Like, I look at those numbers, mm-hmm. and I would take those. Like, 14-2, and two, completion percentage around 67%, with a patchwork offensive line in front of him. I actually think he's done a pretty good job. There have been – his receivers have not helped him out a lot this year. Go back to the Carolina loss, the inexplicable loss to Carolina. That's when Mike Evans dropped an easy touchdown pass from Tom Brady, about a 60-yarder, wide open, in-stride drop. He's had a lot of those this year, so I do not put this all on Brady. It is a collective thing. They have been banged up. Everybody's banged up. Nobody's going to cry for the Buccaneers with the issues they've had, but they have got a lot of issues up front. I think despite that, Brady has played pretty well. And then there's the question of the defense that we don't really talk about. Because you think of the Buccaneers, you think elite defense. They have not been able to stop the run very well this year. Kind of like Green Bay, you look at them, and everything always falls on the quarterback and Aaron Rodgers when they struggle. Like, their defense hasn't helped them out a whole lot. So the Buccaneers' defense, like the Cowboys' defense, helped out the Cowboys when Dak Prescott was gone for six weeks. They helped out Cooper Rush. The Buccaneers have not really done that and helped pick up their offense and their offensive line. The problem for the Buccaneers, to me, Amal, is will the O-line get better? Like, that's the thing. Can they figure it out before the playoffs? Because if they do and the defense figures out, if, if 45 on that defense, Devin White, who I love to watch play linebacker, if he can be the best player on the field like 11 is for the Cowboys, mm-hmm. they got a shot. I don't care what the record is when they get to the postseason. By the way, as a Cowboy fan, if the Bucks win this division and somehow they match up with the Cowboys in the first round and Dallas has to go to Tampa, that's not an easy game for Dallas. That's a, that's a bad matchup of the matchups. I think Dallas would win, but that's not what people think it is because they they can be physical. The problem is their offensive line has not been physical enough. Their D-line needs to be physical, and their linebackers have to play physical. When they do that, they're a really tough out. Yeah, with that being said, uh, this game, uh, to me, is kind of a stay-away spot. I would actually potentially look at the under 41.5. I think both offenses might struggle a little bit. I think I'm going to bet that a ball. Yeah. I haven't yet, but I think I think that's the I think that's a good bet. Hey, by, by, by the way, speaking of which, what are you about one thousand and zero with the Vikings? Just keep, just keep getting home, baby. Just keep getting home. <laughs> I said first thing I said to Kelly when I walked in today. I said, "When are you quitting and going to your private island with?" And Kirk Cousins is going to fly him there first class. I mean, you are banking. You have a bankroll because of KC eight. And well, all that shiny chains. I, it is amazing. Week in and week out, this team just covers numbers. Uh, what, it's 9-0 in what, one-score games this year. It's just silly how these are all coming down to the end. You know, you think it's over 15 times yesterday, and then it's not. Um, yeah, that was, a wild, that was a wild game. But you know why game. they won, Kelly, right? Why is that? 1 o'clock Kirk. Oh, yeah. If that Kirk game is 4 o'clock that. or after, yeah. you bet the house the other way. One o'clock Kirk is unbelievable. I think I need to send a fruit basket to uh, Braxton Berrios. Thank you for that great, great catch. I, I couldn't tell if the defender's hand got in the way on that play. I think he just dropped it. Oh, he did? Okay, no. I mean, <laughs> what are you being shy about it? I mean, come on. Listen, I call people out. <laughs> I, I mean, I got no problem with it. He just dropped it. I mean, and by the way, there's something else Kelly and I discussed before the show began, too. I'm sorry, Zach Wilson, but... Magic Mike has taken your job. I mean, look, Magic Mike is not like Joe Montana or anything, but he is clearly better. He puts them in position. I mean, if Barrios catches the ball, the Jets win. I mean, he's putting them in position to win games. Now, they kicked a lot of field goals, and he is not God's gift to quarterbacking play, but he's better than the other options they currently have. I don't know if a team's had three worse losses than the Jets. Both against the Pats and one against the Vikings yesterday. They kicked, I think, five field goals yep. in that game yesterday. Yeah. I mean, the one yeah, they, late... fi- they were down 21 15 in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I thought they kicked two more field goals or 20 to 15. They're going to win this game 21 That's what I thought, too. Because there's, field goals. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the importance of be, of being able to score touchdowns in this league, though, right? right? As simple as that sounds, like it's some of these teams. If you you can have a great defense, but if you're kicking field goals all day long, it's going to be tough to beat teams. He kicked five field goals. It, yeah. It's going to be hard to win. It is, but that's part. The same thing happened to Purdue on Saturday night, right? Yeah, they kicked a ton of field goals. You've got to. You've got, though, in the NFL to take the points when you have the opportunity yep. early on because it keeps you in the game. If yes. the Jets roll the dice a couple times, they don't make it. This game ends up being completely one-sided. They got down there. It felt like when they got inside about the 20, 25-yard line on the last drive, it felt like in their minds, the way they were, they were like, oh, we got this. It seemed like they got a little bit cavalier yeah. based on the way they were approaching the line of scrimmage. Well, you had, what, first and goal with the one? And the, 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 the previous drive, and they couldn't punch that in. Then well, they get I, the ball back after the failed fourth down. 
And then they still have shots to win the game. It was rather remarkable what the Vikings defense was able to do. I wish they had run the ball a couple of more times. I think it was on third down. It was at the three or something. I would have run it. I don't remember the exact situation, but uh, this team's going to be dangerous. They're going to get in the postseason. It looks like we're kind of getting a little bit clarity in the AFC in terms of the playoff picture. Um, It's going to be an interesting race for sure, but I I still think Kansas City, even Kansas City and Buffalo are going to be the teams to beat. Miami, I have some concerns because I'll tell you what. San Francisco made Tua look pedestrian yeah, they yesterday. They got exposed yesterday, I think, of all. Well, remember we talked about they had played no anybody. They hadn't played anybody. They were the Oregon Ducks of the NFL. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, look, that high-flying offense is all fun and good, good and fun, right, until you go up against a real NFL defense like that yesterday, and that's that's what you're going to see in the playoffs. Well, the one thing, though, I would say is uh, to, to Coach McDaniel down there in Miami, his scheme works. I mean, he's got receivers open yesterday, but Tua couldn't find them, right? Tua had an off day. But for what we've seen from Tua this year, that was bad Tua, right? Now, when you're taking shots, easy for me to see, say here in our suit jackets, but it's tough to, to stand in the pocket and throw it. I mentioned this to you early in the year with Matty Stafford, where you could see all of a sudden the eyes go down and the play's over. Tua did that a couple times yesterday, and he took some big shots for it. So, like, the, the plays are there. You know, Tyreek's still running free. He's got guys. Is Tua going to be good enough in pressure against good defenses down the stretch to make those throws. That's going to be the key to Miami's I mean, offense. I think that can that can happen. He could they they could play well, Dave, but I think what you saw, I think what you saw out of the Tennessee Titans yesterday and the Miami Dolphins is probably more what that team, those teams are really going to look like once they get in the playoffs. Boy, the Titans, than what we've seen at different points. Titans had zero answers for the Eagles. I was really surprised with Mike Mike Vrabel's done a remarkable job. Cuz I don't think they're overly talented, but they had zero answers Ray J. Brown and zero answers to stop that Eagle defense. When we come back, hold or fire. Maybe a, a Viking selection. Can't wait to see what Kelly Bidlin thinks. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to the show. This segment of VEASAN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouch. It's a surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. If you're a smoker or a dipper who's trying to make a change, no one's going to blame you for thinking all newer nicotine products have one thing in common. They don't work. They're either too complicated to use, don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Unlike other forms of nicotine, Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-free. The upper lip pouch means you don't have to spit, so dippers, you can throw away those spit bottles. And smokers, you might be surprised to learn that Zen offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Plus, Zen is low-profile enough to enjoy anytime, anywhere. You might be surprised how simple and satisfying Zen really is. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is... An addictive chemical. Not once, not twice, but thrice. Brazil! The tallies are just mounting. Amal Shaw, we're in the 31st minute. All Brazil, all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they've just been so dominant so Ooh. far in this matchup. Uh, this one, I mean, I this mean, thing was over about 15 minutes in. And this is why, again, we, we talked about it at the beginning before the World Cup began, and I know a lot of people wanted to bet with their heart, not with their head, with Team USA. Sometimes the long shots in the World Cup historically, they just don't work out. It's normally a heavy hitter. Is that going to be the case when we get down uh, to, to the final match, that it's going to be two heavy hitters that get there? I mean, you look at it right now. Thursday, you've got a couple of teams you may – I mean, I don't shouldn't say may not have expected, but uh, Switzerland is playing Portugal and Morocco is playing Spain. Assuming the favorites there uh, get through Portugal and Spain – and then you've got Croatia taking on Brazil. We'll go ahead and advance them on. I don't think Korea's going to come back and score three-plus okay. goals. Whoa, You're okay. going to call yeah. this one? You're going to well, call no, this no, one? No, no, no. Let me be like every other knucklehead on TV. Well, as of right now, as it appears there go. There we go. that there Brazil go. move on. Yeah. Dude, stop, stop being so just weak and just say, listen, Korea's not going to score three goals on them in 270 minutes, let alone in another 60 minutes. Um, I tell you what, Brazil looks like they're just playing with them. They came out focused today. They've just absolutely decimated this team. Uh, they, they've just been tremendous. You know, it's funny. Allison's a world-class keeper. He won Champions League with Liverpool. Uh, he's been in another Champions League final. They've got talent everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they've got it coming out of their pores. It's so That's how good this team is. You've got Netherlands, Argentina. You're going to have Croatia, who was in the final in 18, taking on Brazil. Um, and then you got France and England. Uh, so you, you've got so many teams in a situation right now where you look at and you go, 
And then, of course, we got one more. <laughs> we got group. talent. We've got talent, but there's, there's the group stage is still to come tomorrow, uh, which will include uh, in the matchup. Let me see real quick who's playing tomorrow. Uh, Morocco, Spain. I'm sorry. Those that's not the semifinal. Sorry, Morocco, Spain, Portugal, Switzerland. Uh, those guys will advance on. So it, it's pretty clear cut. How you, I mean, these teams are all. As you alluded to, Dave, they're just all far superior. It's, it's, there's not a single one you sit there and go besides Morocco. You go, wow, this is a surprise. But Dallin Cuff talked about it when we came on. He thought the Moroccans were a dangerous team. Yeah. So that one's not even that far down the list when you look at potential upsets. That's the thing. I look at Spain. I, I want to say only minus the dollar eighty mm-hmm. against Morocco tomorrow, and then look at Portugal uh, minus dollar five with with the Swiss coming in at plus three thirty. Live dogs for Morocco and Switzerland. Uh, I would say uh, Switzerland more so than Morocco, I think, because the Swiss can really defend. I think that'll help them out immensely. Their ability to defend will be the key. But if you get – the key is when you're a team like that, especially a Switzerland type, you got to score first. Mm. If you get that goal first, then you put a lot more pressure on the Portuguese. And then maybe you get to a situation where you wind up in extra time or penalty kicks like we saw today with um, – uh, Japan and Croatia, and then uh, Croatia coming out on top. So I think th- that's crucial when you're looking at a matchup like that, if you can get through, and then you take your chances. Is right. there uh, is there anything to do, Amal, with, and I'm holding up Holder 5 even more, sorry. I, I don't know if you caught the comments by the Portugal coach today. I did not. About not confirming whether or not he would start Ronaldo or not in this game tomorrow. Ooh. Because of his uh, reaction, I guess, uh, behavior when he was substituted on Friday's game. Is wow. there anything that you read into there, real or not? You're not gonna, really not going to put your best player on the field? Well, no, but sometimes you know what? The one thing, and I think he's gonna, you're going to have to play him at this stage, but he might be a guy you don't start and you substitute him in at some point in time later on. The one thing I like is in you know, European football, you get these coaches, managers, they'll come back at these players. We're right like in the NBA. You're going to get fired as a head coach. Yeah. So why not just go out yeah. doing it your way? You know, if a player doesn't like it, who cares? You're eventually going to get fired. You're going to get fired anyway. Right, like right now there's a power struggle between Trey Young and Nate McMillan mm-hmm. because, you know, Nate McMillan said either you're going to come off the bench or just go home and don't show up, and he didn't show up on the game on the game Friday. You know, Trey, Mc, uh, Trey Young's eventually going to win that one against oh, yeah. Nate McMillan. But to me, if you're Nate McMillan, you know what you do? You say, I don't care. I'm not playing this guy. Send him some sort of message because you're eventually going to get fired. Yep. But Trey Young's got basically diplomatic immunity. <laughs> so why Steve not? Steve Nash has room on the couch for you. Just, just ask him. Yeah, yeah but which... I'll tell you what. The couch is very comfortable when they give you a parting gift. It's the old that orders are online. What time you want me here? What time you? Which door you want me to leave? Right. I mean, if I was Trey Young, though, you know what I would not do? Don't turn your back on the Wolf Pack. Because Nate McMillan, NC State in the house. That dude's tough. He was a tough player. He's a tough hey, coach. If he's going to go out, he's going to go out his way. He, he was definitely he was definitely a tough player. But you know, there was an NBA coach that told me he had a player, James Harden, and he said to me, he goes, "We would if if I wanted him to go left, he goes, I would ask him which way do you prefer to go? Because if we told him to go left, he'd go right. <laughs> I mean, that's how difficult some of these guys are. Yeah. So he goes, I learned you adjust accordingly. Yeah, that's just, so you got to play mind games with them. Sometimes. Yeah, so ridiculous. Uh, so we'll keep an eye there. Everything in the World Cup, uh, but right now Brazil, all Brazil, all the time. Right now, three. Is that four? Did they get a fourth? I think that's a replay. It's a replay in the 36th minute. But my goodness, you can't tell they're coming so fast and furious there. Let's burn down the set. It is time to begin hold. Or fire on a Monday. Week 14 begins in 72 hours. I told you guys at the beginning of the year, don't blink. The season's going to be over. All right, that's four. I mean, it's just <laughs> bam. Here we are. We're still just messing. Uh, by the way, I played the Raiders when they were two and seven, mm-hmm. and I took them at good plus money to uh, get over five and a half wins. They're three and oh since that wage. I'm not saying it's because of me and my blind faith. Looking like a good player. bet, though. But now, just one more, baby. Al Davis, just win one more. That's all I need, and we're home free. Do they get that fourth win in a row, and do they get it Thursday night against the Rams? And if you like the silver and black, and what will be probably a home game for them in L.A., let's be honest, with the corpse that is the Rams, do you lay the six on a Monday, hold or fire? You know, it's hard for me to say these are two terrible teams going nowhere fast. Terrible. Well, what spot do you have the Raiders in the playoffs? I, well, it's not outside of the realm of possibility. This team wins out. Just win, baby. They got a shot them all. They're playing. They are playing now. Josh McDaniels finally has figured out the key. And the key is Josh Jacobs. It's not Derek Carr. Their defense, by the way, played really well yesterday. 
I know, Raiders and defense normally are not synonymous. But I'm telling you, Maul, this team's got a shot. Yeah, in 2023. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I would just pass on this game. I don't have an opinion one way or the other. But I, I'll tell you one thing. I do think the Raiders should be able to win this game simply because when you look at the Rams, they look completely disengaged. You know, Aaron Donald talked about potentially retiring after the Super Bowl last mm-hmm. year. I think the NFL is probably the toughest sport to be able to come back and prepare for if you're not 100% in. Uh, it's such a physical sport. The players are so athletic and so talented. I think it makes it very difficult um, to be able to come in and do extremely well. We, we've seen injuries left and right on this team. Everybody's turning the page towards 2023. I'm actually surprised if Sean McVay shows up for the game or if he's in the booth replacing Kirk Herbstreet. Just got married in the offseason. A lot of these guys feel like they're kind of checked out a little bit. By the way, this is the worst start by a de- reigning defending Super Bowl champion in the history of the NFL. Really? To the next yeah. season. Wow. The worst start Ever. McVay should have taken the Amazon Prime job, then waited a few years and handpicked the job, and people would have thought he's better than he is. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Like so many times yes. that happens in the NFL, a guy wins somewhere and people think he's better than he is. Oh, no question about it. And by the way, when you start talking about retirement or you've got one foot out, you probably should take both feet out. Again, I remember talking to Ronda Rousey when she was in Melbourne fight week before Holly Holm. Mm-hmm. And I said, what do you want to do after this? And she said, I want to go somewhere where Dana White can't find me. Like sometimes mentally, when you start checking out of your craft, go. Because I, if you keep staying, you're not your best self. And the Rams are not their best self right now. Dave, I think that's an excellent point you just brought up. If you are partially out the door, I think it becomes very difficult. And we're seeing it with this team. You know, Matthew Stafford, it's going to be interesting. He's got a monster contract. Yeah, why so, would he want to play anymore yeah. with this team? Well, you remember his wife's comments, if you saw him earlier this year, she made, she has concerns. She goes, you know, look, all the money, everything. She goes, I would give it all up in one second. And and I get what people, people would say they don't believe her. I actually believe her because too. The, if you have been around NFL players and you see some of the injuries that they deal with post during the season and post week, it is very, very difficult. Dave, I know you've stood on the sideline for NFL games. I always tell people, if you're fortunate enough to be on the sideline for an NFL game, think of it as the offensive line being in a car crash 50 times on, in oh, a man. Sunday, or if you're a receiver, 20 times on a Sunday. It, it's just insane. A running back, I should say, 20, 25 times. It, it's just insane. So I wouldn't be surprised at all. And I'm right there with you. And, again, all kidding aside, if, if Matthew Stafford decides never to play again, he's reached the pinnacle. He's gotten where he wants to go. If Aaron Donald is done, he's reached the pinnacle. Sean McVay, if you want to go, like, you can go with God. You guys have done what you were supposed to do. But this team this year – I'm going to be playing the Raiders in some teasers, I can tell you that, come Thursday night. We'll do more Holder Fire in hour number two. When we come back, Ben Falks is going to join us. Tell us about some wins and losses that he saw over the weekend. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook here calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with the World Cup in full swing. Now is a perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day. Receive a bet on behalf of Bet Rivers when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com and download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It is a whole new game, but not for Korea. They are not enjoying this bet day experience because right now Brazil has scored again. It is 4-0. We are not to halftime yet. But the Brazilians, as it stands right now, looks like they're going to advance in the knockout stage. Amal, can we Dave, go out on Dave, that you always struck me as a risk taker. <laughs> well, I, by I, the way, <laughs> so, I, I always said this is a guy that's definitely calling with four high pre-flop for a dime. <laughs> you got to call like you see it. 4-0 right now, Brazil. Uh, before we get to Ben Fox here, we do have breaking news in the world of Major League Baseball. Uh, first of all, the breaking news of the day is that Kate Upton and Justin Verlander are going to the Mets for a two-year deal. That is a huge deal now that the other lead story of the week. Well, why did you mention her first? What? Kate Upton? <laughs> well, no, I don't understand these people that— deal. No, I understand that. Well, who cares? He's married. She's married. Like, I don't understand that. I, like, I always people thought I had a shot over, before, I don't, if a before they married, got married. I, I thought I had a shot. Well, that's fair if you thought that, but now it's time to move on to somebody else. I can't get over it. <laughs> but uh, there's another big player on the move, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, Trey Turner, is he going back to D.C.? No. Oh. NLEs, another NLEs team. Phillies, 11 years, $300 million. <laughs> Kelly, I think he might be moving out of your neighborhood in Palm Beach Gardens because <laughs> yeah, that's where so. he lives in the offseason. <laughs> Trey Turner breaking the bank to Phillies. Do, do they not wow. understand you need pitching to win? Uh, apparently not. They're just going to bash their way and try to get back Score to Score 75 runs a game. That's yeah. all they're going to try to do. Amazing. They need to. <laughs> well, they're going to have to, to, to Ben's point. And, you know, the one thing, though, I think that where the Mets made a mistake is you should have kept DeGrom. Instead of bringing in an older Verlander. I was having a really good day until we brought up Jacob DeGrom. Let's bring in Ben Falks, the aforementioned uh, Visa VP of digital content. We'll get to the world of Major League Baseball and all the changing numbers there. Uh, but, yes, Ben, you saw some big-time bets. I love following you on Twitter because you put them out there, and I just sometimes I just go, wow, like, where did that come from? Let's start with what you saw uh, last night uh, with the Cowboys and the Colts. A rather sizable wager came in. I don't think it was on the right side. No, two here, actually, and, and this was one I had missed pregame, but uh, they're taking more and more bets on these first touchdowns, yes. right? And especially for prime time, this is something people like to do. Anytime touchdown, obviously just lower odds. Anytime they score a touchdown. First touchdowns, a little more like a lottery ticket. Mm-hmm. We had a $97,000 wager on CeeDee Lamb Bam! to score the first touchdown. If you remember, that oh. was the... I think 17 yard away, rolled over. He was tackled. Right, was tackled, but rolls over the down. guy, knee isn't down. That person wins over $700,000 based just on that touchdown. On a Colts so, give up. Yeah. So the play stood. Play stood, and it was so close, you couldn't really tell. But, right. but the official didn't call him down? No. No, he let him play. Because yeah. there was a play over the weekend in a college game where the runner wasn't down, and they called him down. I think it was in the TCU game. Oh, that Max negates, Dugan. And it negates the touchdown because they Cor- blow the whistle. Correct, yeah. Right. They okay. didn't do that here. This Beautiful. Was, they let the play go, and it did look like, once they verified it, but what a way to win that wager to catch that C.D. Lamb ticket. One incredible one. I think the one you're referencing, $500,000 oh on the Indianapolis Colts. Now, this was at plus 11.5, right, which I think was— It was a two-point game to begin the fourth the, quarter. Right, the best of the number— so it's not like it was one of these bets where it's two points off the closing line or right. anything like that. But it's just, why are you, for half a million dollars, do you want to back Matt Ryan in primetime on the road against that Cowboys fast, great defense? And to their credit, like you said, this, the final score was not indicative of no. how close that game was. It, it got away from them certainly at the end. 
But the Colts just, they continually make these mistakes. It's kind of like the Broncos, right? At some point, the defense is going to give up and say, all right, we're, we're just not going to score any points here. We can't win this game. And it kind of got to that point, and it ended up not being close. But, man, that's, that's a uh, half a bills a lot on Matt Ryan on the road. I will say this. At least for three quarters, your bet is live, right? And you're sitting there going, I got a half million. We just 15 minutes, boys. Fourth quarter, you put up the hand for the four. But you're <laughs> feeling pretty good. You got a shot. And then 33 points get scored by the Cowboys, which is tied for the most in a fourth quarter in the history of the NFL. Think about that. So you, it took a historic yep. blowout in the fourth to get to those 54 points. The other wager that I want to bring up yesterday in the NFL, that person did not have at least a, a ride for three quarters. And somebody really fell in love with the Jags on the road against the Lions. Yeah, this was one at BetMGM, uh, also in New Jersey. Oh. Again, we talk about New Jersey as a market, right? There's a lot of big bets coming out of New Jersey. This one at BetMGM. on the Jaguars plus one against the Lions. Look. Why are you taking the one? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Just take take the money line at at that point. (laughs) Everyone has their own handicap. This was one that that just kind of stood out immediately as like, I'm Hmm. not quite sure why you would. Now, you got to give people the benefit of the doubt, certainly. But this one was over quick. Uh, probably in the first quarter, you felt like they didn't really have a chance. And the Jaguars, look, they played great last week. Unbelievable final drive to beat Lamar Jackson. The Ravens, like, fantastic game. Lions are playing well. I think they've covered five straight now. Yep. That, it was four straight and into this game. They're a hot team. They play better at home. We saw how close they played the Bills. I didn't exactly understand this wager, and clearly the Lions uh, reflected that. Amal, very quickly, if you're making a a big bet like these bets that Ben's talking about, right, Mm -hmm. and you quickly realize, at least in this, the the Colts game, you didn't realize right away that you were on the wrong side. You actually felt like through three you had a shot because you're only down two going in the fourth quarter. But if if you're this Jaguars backer and you've put almost a half milli on the Jags and it goes south quickly to Ben's point, are you trying to figure out in-game a way to get off of this? Like, what do you do? Or are you just sitting there on a dead ticket? Well, you hope that the uh, better kept enough money to buy a rope or a gun. Uh, but if not, you know, in that sense, you're toast. I mean, you're not getting down for half a million dollars on an in place. So let's just be real. You're just going to kind of eat it. You're just eating it. I mean, it's a dead ticket. First of all, you're taking a team know, on the road that's four and seven. Don't get it. I don't understand. I mean, I think the, not for that much money. The only thing maybe you could do would be to bet an in-game live over. If you right. just see, like, the Lions are going to crush and they're going to score a ton And that of became a sweat to get yeah, to the over. But, but, a late no, but, touchdown but the, by no, the Lions Actually, what you over. really should do is you should just bet, even if the Lions were at minus 10,000 on the money line, or you, let's say they're 1,000, you should bet as much as they allow you to bet. Right. Okay. So if you could bet 100,000 on the money line, the Lions minus 1,000, okay, fine, you recoup $10,000. I mean, you something back. Yeah, right? Like, you recoup $10,000. <sighs> Yeah, we, we don't usually talk about bets like that because most people don't have that kind of bankroll to make anything off of it. But you're right. You put as much as you possibly can on there. That's the only way to, to, to try to mitigate the loss because you're going to lose. Yeah. Like Billy Bear. And, and I think hours. the important thing is the strategy holds if it's $440 and that's a big bet for you or 440000 right? Ooh. So it's important to know how to potentially mitigate some of those losses. I want to get to the college ranks here, some other big bets that you saw over the weekend. And I know Amal and I were both on Michigan, and I'm not – taunting any boiler-up people out there that had Purdue. But for a while, it looked like Purdue was the right side until it wasn't. What, what, what was the big bet you saw there? Yeah, 330000 on Purdue plus 16. Really, again, a good game from Purdue. You could make a pretty good argument that they were the right side for a vast majority of the game. But that ticket doesn't come home. Late Michigan touchdown. Purdue kicks a bunch of field goals. And 43 to 22, there's your ticket. I, I'm going to say something that I object to on your statement, which is, first of all, I'm bet the first half because it was 14-13 at the break. Right? Yep. Second, Michigan has been the best college team in the second half by a mile. It's not even close. The Fair. third thing is if you bet college football, you know Lincoln Riley did it against Colorado. Urban Meyer did it against, Ohio, against Oregon in the national championship game. Jim Harbaugh's done this. These coaches know the spread. Make no mistake about it. These alum, these alums, I remember down in Texas, I heard oh, yeah. stories, hey, Mac, are we going to cover this number? 
And there are touchdowns scored in garbage time. Look, Michigan could have taken a knee. They weren't even trying to take a knee. Now nah, they're trying to score. USC against Colorado could have taken a knee after there was a personal foul penalty. The ball came back out to about the 25-yard line. They're running screen passes to score. <laughs> if you think that these guys aren't aware, then you're sadly mistaken on that. Look, Michigan, everything was fine. They were going to fall into the number two spot. The game was sewn up. They had no shot. They go out and score, outscore Purdue 29-9 to in the second half. You, you know what? Harbaugh went for two to go up 17, yeah. which I thought was a mistake because worst-case scenario, if you if you make it, you're up 17, but if you miss, technically Purdue can get two touchdowns, two-point conversions, sure. and beat you instead of kicking it there in line with 16, 16 and a half. Very quickly, got a minute to go here, Ben. Another massive wager on SC in the Pac-12 title game on Friday night. This was a, a giant one. I was at the game. I want to say it was probably about 80% Utah fans. They packed that stadium. Wow. This was the largest bet at Caesars all season, $900,000. It was actually someone who won two teasers the weekend before in Atlantis, in Bahamas, let it ride, ended up losing. And uh, USC and up 17-3. Seven, up 17-3, Do you have to point them all. When you're up 17-3, you have this kind of money on, on USC. Yeah, you, you do. But, I mean, at that same point, what was probably Utah? Probably about 4-1. to one. Can, can you get, will they give you 200000 on an in-game Woo. play? Those are some big bets. Yeah. Ben, great stuff as always, man. Enjoy your tweets. Uh, follow them on Twitter if you want to see some of those big bets as they come in. A lot of those, sadly, got burnt up. Come on back. Hour number two of Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.